Amen. Good evening. I welcome you all to instructions on the path of life. The last time we looked at something titled No Reputation. I hope you remember that. No Reputation. Today we are going to continue in that same light. Amen. There's something different today. Amen. We are going to be looking at Hannah. Hannah. Amen. Amen. Hannah. You know, we live in a time where the mindset of the world is coming into the church. People are trying to bring the mindset of the world into the church. You get it? You'll notice something nowadays. Hannah, for people, is drastically reduced to the extent that even those people we appointed and we call them honorable, people would still go on radio and insult them. That shows you how bad it has become in this, our world. Amen. That is just in the world. What about in the church? Pastors insulting pastors. This church insulting other churches, insulting their pastors, insulting their members. Dishonor in the church. Amen. Dishonor in the church. As the world cannot learn Hannah by itself, the world cannot learn Hannah by itself. It's waiting for the church to teach its Hannah. And the church itself, there is no Hannah. When there is no Hannah itself in the church, who will teach the world to Hannah? Amen. Somebody, 19-year-old boy, because he's now having billions, he's a musician, he's a superstar. He can stay on radio and insult anybody. He can talk ill of anybody. You see? So now, they have made honor on people who have fame. In the worldly sense, they have brought honor on people who have fame. Let me tell you, people that the world sees as great, they are zero, most of them, in the sight of God. They may rate Rihanna, Daisy, Whiskey, all these musicians, they may rate them great in the world. But in the sight of God, they are zero. 
men. They don't have any, they are not anything in front of God. Nothing. Amen. Today I was studying something and then something came into my mind. And this was it. Let me just share it with you. As I was studying, I said, if God should give somebody as a pastor 10 people to take care of, and then he gives another person. Now, he gives a pastor 10 members. And then he gives another member, he gives another pastor, 100 members. Now, in the sight of the world, 100 is a big number. Ah, this pastor has 100 members. He is a great man of God. <laughs> you get it? You see how the world rates things. And then the other one, Maybe the other one has been there for 70 years. And then this one is just there for five years. Ah! This five years, this one has 100 members. This one is no man of God. Cry. This one is a man of God. See the people, see the church, see the cars. That is how they use to raise men of God. That they are great. Now, this pastor having 10 people is faithfully Feeding the flocks, not exploiting them for wealth, not trying to take what they have, feeding them properly, training them, giving them the food at the right time, following the will of God. And then this so called other pastor. He is there, careless with the hundred that God has given him, not properly taking care of the flock. Now, it will surprise you that when they get to heaven, the one who is just having ten members will be higher than the one who is having hundred members. It will, it will surprise you. Because let me tell you something. Pastors or leaders can be leading thousands but moving far away from the will of God. And somebody may not even be leading. He may just be ordinary servant in the church. But he's very, very close to the Lord. A man may save just one soul. Somebody may save 200 souls. But somebody who saves one soul may sit higher in heaven or may be more glorified than somebody who has what 100 souls. It all boils down to one thing which I am talking about today. Hannah. Amen. Say Hannah. Amen. You know, there are some things that we will not be learning on Sunday. We will not learn on Wednesday. 
But on Monday, on, in the, on the instruction on the path of life, we learn it. This is our real anchor. This is what makes us different. This is what distinguishes us. Amen. Hannah. So, how can we define Hannah? When we say Hannah, what does it mean? What does it mean? It means to respect. It means to regard as holy. Amen. It, it means to treat something as not ordinary. Amen. Not to treat something as not what? Ordinary. To treat things as sacred, holy. Amen. That is what we mean by, by Hannah. Amen. Now, when we say holy, it means to be set apart, to be separated. Amen. You know, there are some of your dresses you will treat differently from the others. If you are going to cut grass, there are some <laughs> you can't go and take the dress you put on to church to go and cut grass. You can't. You get it. If you are going for maybe a meeting, you can't just dress, you can't just put on any kind of clothes like maybe the one used to cut grass and then you go. You can't do that. You get it. What are you doing? You are honoring that meeting. You are not treating it as ordinary. If you are treating it as, as ordinary, you will just take it anyhow. Amen. So, what do we honor? What are we supposed to honor as Christians? What are we supposed to, to respect? Amen. What? Let's look at something. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23. Proverbs chapter 4. Verse 23. It says, Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Amen. This is telling you to keep. It's telling you to maintain. It's telling you to protect. Amen. A good heart. You know, some people, they were honorable. They were respectful. And then all of a sudden, they lost it. What happened? They did not keep their heart. They did not keep it. Then for out of it, 
there was the issues of life. Amen. Keep it out of your heart. May come evil. And also out of it may come good. But you are to protect it. Amen. See, so honoring somebody or honoring is a choice that we make. Amen. We seek to do it. Amen. We are to keep, to protect a humble heart. You can lose humility. Very, very simple. You get it? You can lose humility. You can lose respect. The same way you can also lose honor for, for people and for things. You get it? So we are to protect. We are to keep and to make sure we don't what? Lose a perfect heart. Amen. Just imagine one day the pastor just comes into the church and says, you people, what is even wrong with you people? I will tell you to read your Bible, you can never read. You are so lazy. You cannot even grow. I'm tired of you people. See, you see the time you are coming to church. See, you see the time you see. Did you see the church this Sunday? Did you do this? <laughs> now, the way the pastor is talking to the members is clear that he's not speaking with them with what? Hannah. He has lost it. First of all, the members were there because the pastor had Hannah for them. This is not the homecoming. The pastor had Hannah for them. But now, that Hannah is gone. Amen. So he said, keep, protect. Amen. No, all this worldly, worldly information that, like, if somebody greets you, the person is lower than you. Those kind of things. <laughs> or if you greet somebody, it means you are showing that that person is higher than you. That is a worldly information. That is a worldly idea. Amen. You get it? So, they say, they call something culture or something like that. As in, some people, they have become so, as in, they have seen themselves so high. They can't even look at your face and just like, good morning. So, they can't, as in, things have just been lost. They will just see you and just look at you and be good. Sometimes you wonder. Let me tell you, this is a worldly information. They found. I don't. I don't care. I don't care. I'm living my life. Worldly information. You see, they kind of make a kind of um, a kind of levels for themselves. They kind of see themselves in a particular level. This one is in this level. I am in that level. This one is this level. This one is not my level. It's not my level. You get it? Just imagine um, somebody like um, 
a whiskey or somebody like the band or this sacodier or all these musicians. Wait, who are they? <laughs> Wait. But the world has put them in level, in a particular level that as in they are high. And they too they see themselves in that realm that they, they are celebrities. They have given themselves names, celebrities. People are celebrating them. So they are celebrities. You can be a celebrity on the earth. And in heaven, you be a minority. <laughs> they may celebrate you on this earth. But in heaven, nobody even knows your name. Do you know that? The world honors, they honor their own. So they have given them level called celebrity. Amen. So they, these are the special ones. They are the ones that come on TV. And these are the ones that are influencing the upcoming generation. These are the ones that are influencing the youth. Do you know why they are influencing them? Because they honor those ones. Whoever you honor influences you. Whoever you honor influences you. They honor those ones. That is the worldly style. But we, we are to protect our heart. We are to keep our heart from such thinking, from such information, that kind of hierarchy system in the world. Amen. Amen. Okay. So it should be our attitude towards things, people, places, and events which God have put his name and seal upon. Amen. I'm saying that Hannah is to treat. Amen. Is to show our attitude towards the things of God. Towards the people of God. Amen. The things that God has placed his name upon. The people that God has put his seal upon. These are those we must Hannah. Amen. We are not just learning general Hannah now. I'm not talking about general worldly now. The world can never know this. They will. They don't. You are a pastor, so they should honor you for what? They don't even see you. You get it? So, we as Christians, we must know that what do we honor? What should we put as what should we treat as sacred? What should we see as honorable? These are the things that carries the name of what? Of God. Anything that carries the name of God that has the seal of God must be treated with honor. Amen. Are you there? It's not just things, events, events, church activities. Amen. We should place Hannah. These things carry the word 
the name of God. Amen. So, as Christians, just imagine second year I have been called to come and give a show at 8 a.m. And then the people are waiting. And then second day cake comes by 8.30. And then when he comes, he say, you people, are you there? You there wait me. They will say, yeah. <laughs> they, don't, they, they don't care. You get it? They don't, they don't mind. They don't care. That's it. In the church. The service is supposed to start by Okay, the pastor is supposed to come to the pulpit by 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock, the pastor is not in the church. Some people, some Christians will say, ah, Here is this pastor cry. Hey, why is it that even members are not like that? Pastor is like that. Every day late. Every day late. <laughs> Before you know, they will start checking their time. They say, when, it, when it just hits 8 we are all going. Everybody is going. When you get this, you say, we are going. The pastor came late, so he's preaching. He has delayed the time. They were supposed to close by 9 o'clock. By 9.10, he's now, as his preaching is now getting on, he's now hitting. People just, ah, this one that is not that, when is it going to close? (laughs) When is it going to close? (laughs) They don't mind. The people of the world, when their artist comes late to perform for them, they still handle. But the ones that carry the name of God, we don't handle. But these are the ones that God handles. Amen. Are you there? We will learn something today. Look at. Let's go to the book of Mark chapter 6, verse 1. Mark chapter 6, verse 1. It says, and he went out from thence and came into his own country, and his disciples followed him. And when the Sabbath day was come, he began to teach, to teach in the synagogue. And many hearing him were astonished, saying, From whence had this man these things? And what wisdom is this which is given unto him, that even such mighty works are wrought by his hands? Verse 3, is not this the carpenter, the son of Mary, the brother of James and Joseph and of Judah and Simon, and are not his sisters here with us? And they were offended at him. Verse 4, but Jesus said unto them, a prophet is not without Hannah, but in his own country and among his own kin and in his own house. Look at verse 5. 
and he could dare do no mighty work, save that he laid his hands upon a few sick folk and healed them. He could dare do no mighty work. Amen. Mark 6, 1 to 5 just makes us understand the story of Jesus. Jesus went to his hometown with his disciples. Went to the synagogue. Started teaching. Started, started dissecting the word. <laughs> Dividing the word. Launching out the word. And people were surprised. Boy. You know like we used to say, Ah, come on. Preacher, preacher. As in the preaching was hot. And then some people came. They said, Ah, is this not Jesus the carpenter? Is this not this <laughs> that they gave birth to him in Bethlehem? Where they never even give birth to him in the hospital. In where they keep flocks, sheep. That's where they give. Is it not the one standing in front of them? Oh, oh, everybody find your way. What does that say? Oh. <laughs> Do you know that no matter what Jesus will say to them, it is rubbish. Because why? Jesus was familiar with them over familiarity. He is not Jesus. What is different about him now? This one, every day I see. What is different about him? Not Jesus. This one, that when we are going to toilet, we go to toilet together. This one, that's he. Uh, oh, forget about that man. That's what they were saying. And the Bible said, Jesus said, a prophet is not without honor, but in his own country and among his own king and in his own house, in his own family, they, a prophet is without honor. In his own place, where he's from, no honor. The reason is over familiarity. They have become too familiar with Jesus. So, they can't see him as anything. And look at the result. The result was in verse 5. It says, and he could yeah, do no mighty work. He could not do mighty work there. Why? The Bible says, save what happened? It says, save that he laid his hands upon a few sick folk and healed them. A few. A few. Just a few. Small amount of people we are healed. Just imagine Jesus. Jesus that will be in Capernaum. And then they will be bringing this in. People from here, people from here, people from here, people from here. Everybody in the desert coming to look for Jesus. But he just came to one place. Even just few people he could heal. Why? Because they saw him as familiar with them. He became too familiar with them. So, over familiarity brings this Hannah. When somebody becomes too over familiar with you, you don't honor them. 
and that will be their own mistake. Is it the fault of Jesus? No. So we Christians, we must watch over familiarity. Amen. You see, they started seeing Jesus in a different way. They didn't see him as the prophet of God. They called him what? Carpenter. <laughs> Is it not that carpenter? Amen. And the Bible said he could not do many mighty things. See, I, I, as I told you before, those who, those who Yohanna influences you. And this is this is another point to take note of. Those who you don't honor, you cannot receive from. The people that you don't honor, you can't receive from them. You get it? So the people, they did not honor Jesus. In other words, they did not believe him. You get it? They did not honor him. That is why he could not do, not as if Jesus cannot heal him. You get it? Not as if Jesus cannot heal him. But he was not able to heal. The anointing and the power of healing was standing in their midst. But nobody was healed. Why? Because of what? This Hannah. So, this Hannah prevents men from getting things from men of God. This Hannah. Amen. That means those people that were healed. You know, I was studying this verse and the Lord told me. The Lord told me that. He said, He said, even those people who were healed, He said, He said, those people were healed, they were healed because they believed. The few that were healed, they were healed because they believed in Jesus. That means they honored Jesus. That was why they were healed. They honored him. Amen. So this honor prevents the flow of the power of God. Amen. It was not any man that was in their midst. Not any kind of person. It was Jesus himself. But still yet. Boom. No matter, no matter who is preaching, no matter how great he is, no matter the man of God, we have Bunky, TV Joshua, or this, if you don't honor them, you cannot receive from them. You cannot. You, can, you cannot receive from them. It's not possible. You cannot. Amen. That is why you will see some people, they will get much things faster than other people in the church. Things will be working for some people faster. Than Sometimes you may think that, ah, this person is using all his line. Amen. See, Hannah is very, very important. Hannah. Amen. God has put his seal on Jesus. They were the anointed one, they were to honor him. But they did not. Hence, they could not receive anything. Amen. 
Amen. It was not as if Jesus Christ lacked the ability. It was their own choice. Amen. Let's look at Matthew chapter 10, verse 11. Matthew chapter 10, verse 11. Says, and into whatsoever city or town ye shall enter, inquire who in it is worthy, and there abide till ye go thence. Verse 12. And when ye come into an house, salute it. And if the house be worthy, let your peace come upon it. But if it be not worthy, let your peace return to you verse 14 and whosoever shall not receive you nor hear your words when ye depart out of the house or, or city shake off the dust of your feet verse verse 15 verily i say unto you it shall be more tolerable for the land of sodom and gomorrah in the day of judgment than for that city amen the issue is repeated here again though. when god men when god sends men to cities they must be welcomed they must be honored they must be received. He hears from Jesus. Amen. When men of God are sent to cities, to places, they must be honored. They must be received. Or what happens? Their peace, Jesus said, their peace should return back to them. It is when you go and you release your peace to the house, you bring your blessing upon the house, and then they reject you. He said, shake your, dust your feet. Dust, shake your, shake the dust of your feet, and go, and let your peace return back to you. Meaning that they cannot receive from those that they don't want. Hannah. Do you get it? Do you get it? This. And if the house be worthy, verse 13, let your peace come upon it. But if it be not worthy, let your peace return to you. Amen. So, <laughs> Jesus didn't use ordinary, ordinary words. The blessings return. Amen. Blessings return. <laughs> Amen. The power will not the power of the minister or the power of God through the life of the minister will not cause anything because the people have what? Rejected him. Amen. So, look at. Let's also see verse 42. Look at verse 42 of Matthew 10. It says, and He that receiveth you, receiveth. Okay. 
Matthew 10 verse 42. And whosoever shall give to drink unto one of these little ones a cup of cold water only in the name of a disciple, verily I say unto you, he shall in no wise lose his reward. Amen. It says, only in the name of a what? This disciple. Hey. hey. Look at verse. Let's look at verse 40. Let's start from verse 40. Look at verse 40. Matthew 10, verse 40. Are you there? He says, He that receiveth you, sorry, he that receiveth me, and he that receiveth, he that receiveth you, receiveth me. And he that receiveth me, receiveth him that sent me. Verse 41. He that receiveth a prophet in the name of a prophet shall receive a prophet's reward. And he that receiveth a righteous man in the name of a righteous man shall receive a righteous man's reward. Amen. Do you see? He that receives a prophet receives the prophet's reward. Amen. So once what you are saying is very, 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 very practical. You get it? It's very, very, very practical. He that harness, he that receives, harness. A prophet, he receives a prophet's what? Reward. If you see Jesus as a carpenter, the only thing you can receive from him is nail and hammer. <laughs> it's true. If you see him as a meat seller, as a butcher, the only thing you can receive is what? Meat. If you see him as a lotto agent, the only thing he can give is lotto numbers. <laughs> Amen. So how you see a prophet determines what you receive from that word, prophet. Amen. Amen. So you are the one that determine, determines it. Is that not so? Yes. You determine it. That receive a prophet in his office as a prophet. See, God sees his own children as they are. So we must learn to see people the way God sees them. So we honor people the way God honors them. Everybody who is born again has been anointed. They must be honored. Amen. Every child, these are the ones that God honors. Let me ask you a question. A man of God is sitting down here and hungry. And then somebody who is not born again is also here, hungry. And you, you are a Christian. Who would you say first? No, give it to the unbeliever first. I say, this unbeliever is very, very hungry, oh. And leave the man of God. You have only done yourself. There's no reward for you. You, you give it. Does God honor? God does not honor that unbeliever. Let me say it again. God doesn't honor that unbeliever. 
As far as God is concerned, if he doesn't repent, he's going to hell. God doesn't honor him. Amen. He says, he that receives a little child in my name. Somebody who is born again carries the name of God. He carries the name of God. Do you get it? That's an unbeliever. No, he doesn't carry the name of God. Amen. I'm not saying we should not honor them. But we must understand this priority in Hannah also. Anything that carries the seal of God, the name of God, must be what? Honored. Must be treated with respect. I, I, I should honor you because of your office. I should honor you because God honors you. Pastor Chris was sharing, um, was sharing a particular message and he said something like this. He said, when your leader visits you, your church leaders visit you, don't just put them in any kind of your room. The room that you have kept for the special specials. You know, he said, you know, you have different kind of rooms in your house. And then you have different kind of plates in your house. <laughs> there are some plates you use for every day and some plates you keep there. He says, when your leaders come to, to, to visit you, take them to the best place. Give, use the best plate and the best bowl to serve them. He says, because these are the ones that have come in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He says, he says, I was hungry and you did not feed me. He says, as long as you have done it to one of the least of these disciples, you have done it unto what? Me. So when you honor a man of God, a child of God, you honor God. Amen. So in Christianity, Hannah should not be taken lightly because God is in view. Amen. When we honor our fellow Christians, we honor God. Amen. Are you there? Are you learning something this evening? So, we must receive men as God has called them, in spite of our sentiments. You know, some Christians have some things against ah, this one. This pastor, don't mind him. He's not good. I saw him yesterday in the Bible. You know, let me tell you. Every, every human being has flaws. You get it? Every human being has flaws. If you don't learn to look above the flaws of people, especially men of God and children of God, you will always be dishonoring God. You will always be dishonoring God. You will think you are right. <laughs> but you, you also have a flaw. You get it? You are not flawless. You have a flaw. You get it? So, in spite of the flaw of children of God, we what? Hannah them. 
Even Jesus honored an unbeliever. The woman who was caught in the art of adultery by the so-proclaimed, self-acclaimed, self-righteous Pharisees. Jesus told them, any one of you who is without sin, who is without a flaw, should condemn him. If Jesus himself will not condemn an unbeliever, talk less more of those who his spirit is living in. You get it? So we must be very, very careful and watch the way we say things. An unbeliever may say things, but it should not be you. Amen. An unbeliever may insult your pastor, but it should not be you. Amen. You should never be found in such in such um, activity, gossiping, backbiting, slandering. One of these ones that the Spirit of God lives in. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, let's look at, there was a woman with the issue of blood. Do you know that she was not the only person who touched Jesus? Do you know that? Jesus was in a crowd. A lot of people were moving with him. So people were touching him. Now, some may come. They say, ah, let me check whether he's a real man. Nothing will happen. Some will come. Let me come and test him. Let me use my witch cup to come and test him. Nothing will happen. But Jesus was on his way going to heal somebody. He was not planning a healing meeting. He was not planning to heal a woman who is having an issue of blood. He was going somewhere. He says that we have not called church and then we are doing church. Some people come to, by force. Since you are passing here, let us do church. The woman called a by force healing seminar. Healing classes by force. Jesus was going. Look at people. How, you know, they all saw, even the disciples, they did not see the garment, even the garment of Jesus as powerful. <laughs> Do you know that? They, they did not they did not regard that even the garment of Jesus is powerful. They did not see it in that way. But this woman handed even the garment of Jesus that if I just touch it, she just handed the garment. If I just touch the hem, just the hem. <laughs> That is what Hannah does. She handed it and she just touched the hand. And what happened? Power flow. It is not just ordinary power, power flow. And Jesus Christ himself said, Yes, something I've gone. <laughs> he said, Who, who touched me? <laughs> who touched me? This person has dragged something from me. That is what Hannah does. 
The woman placed Hannah on the garment of Jesus and drew healing. And others, you know that the woman may not be the only problem with, may not be the only person with the problem. Others may have tried to come to bring their problem to Jesus. But how did they see Jesus? Said, but how did they see Jesus as a carpenter? How can a carpenter heal you? You get it? Amen. So we must not treat the things of God as uncommon, as ordinary. Amen. So always Hannah, what God Hannah's, who God Hannah's. Amen. As we do this, we will place value on our ministries. Hannah will determine how far you will go as a minister. Hannah, the way you treat the things of God, the way you honor God, it will determine how far you will go. Amen. There's still so much to learn on Hannah. Amen. There's still so much to learn. By the grace of God, next week Monday will continue. Amen. Let's rise up on our feet and begin to talk to the Lord this evening. I want to live a life of Hannah. I want to honor what God honors. From today, I change my mind. I change my thinking. I change the way I see the things of God. I want to honor men of God. I want to honor children of God. I want to honor the things of God. The things of God must be honored. I want to honor the things of God. Any assignments I am carrying out for God, for my church, I want to honor it. I want to honor it. I honor the members of the church. I honor the leaders of the church. I honor the pastor of the church. I honor. I won't allow pride in my heart. I won't allow bitterness in my heart. I won't allow anger in my heart. It ceases today, no pride, no bitterness, no anger. I live a life of Hannah, honoring the men of God, honoring the people of God, honoring the things of God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. For in Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Amen.